0: Hello everyone, it is Brian here, the UK Bitcoin Master, back with another video on my series BIT Coin for Beginners, welcome to the channel, everyone. Great to have you all with us. Uh, I'm not going to start reading out who we've got in the chat for now. I can see you all there. You're all very, very welcome. Um, I've got my interview tonight with Alex Svetsky from Down Under, um, but Alex has got a very limited window. Um, He's having Wi Fi problems as well, so it's going to be a really, really short interview. So I'm just going to simply say pound the like button, smash the likes, share this video. Subscribe, bash the bell button, do all the things. Follow me on Twitter at UKBitcoinMaster. But without further ado, I'm going to bring Alex on. Now, Alex can't have his video on, people. So unfortunately, you're not going to see Alex. You're going to see the Skype logo. But that said, Alex, welcome to the call. (laughs) Haha. (laughs) <laughs> and Alex has just told me that he's that he's the founder of Skype, people. <laughs> but Alex, great to have you on the call. I've obviously, um, you know, um, seen you on um, Adam Meister's show before, and I felt that you know you, I really wanted to interview and just get you know ask you some questions about Bitcoin. So, in the interest of time, let's get right into that, Alex. And you know, if I can ask you quickly how did you come across Bitcoin? What happened? How did that come about? I got a phone call. What happened for you? Okay. Yep. Yeah <laughs> Hold on hold 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 on a second, Alex that uh, Alex, hold on a second. The audience are telling me they can't hear you. Um Now, I have no reason for that because you're not muted. Um, Skype is muted. Now it's unmuted Um, audience. Tell me what's going on. I'm assuming you can hear me, but you're struggling to hear Alex. Correct. So I'm just checking to see if you're muted anywhere, Alex. And you're not. So um, no. And there's nothing this end either. you're not on movie. Let me just pop it over to the Skype guest there. You're not muted. Nothing's muted. Okay, so it's going to be one of those days, people, isn't it? Um, Well, I don't think I'm going to be able to get Alex on the call. Um, You're not muted. Hold on a second. Let me just check all my Skype. Sorry, peeps. Um, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just doing some Skype Settings. Well, I can hear you, so my audience should be able to hear you as well. But for some reason, the audience are not hearing you. Right, so audience, Alex just said something. He's asking if that changed anything for you. So let us know if you can hear Alex. Alex, say some more. Sorry. <laughs> well, I know Bitcoin's the best thing invented, but did you people hear what Alex just said, or did you not? He's changed some microphone settings. Come on, people, and the trouble is there's a 20-second delay. No, they're still not hearing you. Oh, what a train wreck. What an absolute train wreck. Um, Probably a setting in your streaming software. Rocky, I've changed nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. Let me just double check um, my streaming software. I'm going to go into Ecamm. Hold on. Just bear with me. Settings. This kills a bit of time we've got left. Uh, audio broad system audio um, all the time I'll try that Um, say something again Alex to the audience
1: yep well this time I'll just say that the internet was originally designed so that we'd have video and voice calls over the internet we still can't get that right
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay people so alex just spoke uh, but you couldn't hear it <laughs> so are we getting alex through now peeps let us know that because otherwise this just isn't going to work hello no can't hear alex okay that that was the old one uh, guy bennett pound that like button great to have you in um Paul, Paul, now, oh whoa, whoa! Now we can hear Alex. God, oh, rock on, baby! You see, this is live, people. Alex, we've got you. So I ask Alex right. how we got into Bitcoin. Alex, tell my audience what you just said. Uh, say it again about you being old school gold, etc. All right. So
1: yes, um, old school gold, silver, sort of tin. 10-
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Peter Schiff <laughs> Oh brilliant um oh no uh Zazar nope Alex gone again oh no this is just not working people i don't know what's going on we got Alex, and now it says he's gone again. Hold on. One last thing. Let me uh, – it says – right. Muted. I'm getting,
1: for what it's worth, Yeah. I'm getting a signal on my side that's saying poor connection.
0: Hmm. Well, oh, I normally get errors. I'm getting none of that. That could be because you're on your mobile data. I don't know. Guys, can you hear Alex now? Alex just said he's getting a signal about poor connection. Did any of you hear him say that? Otherwise, this just isn't going to work. Uh, say say something else, Alex. We've got a twenty-second delay here.
1: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's see.
0: Oh, twenty seconds, Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, boy. Uh, so Bitcoin and the boys hear him. Sometimes... Yeah, they can hear you. They can hear you. So, so there you go. So you you were a Bitcoin um, bug. You the world coming to an end, twenty thirteen. Sorry, gold, gold, goldberg. Twenty thirteen, the world was going to end, um, and you—you basically you, you Peter shift yourself. That's what you just said. Um, yeah. So that's where you're at. So, so what? Cha- what changed for you then? When did you? What happened in your life that made you think, "Crikey, I need to look at this." Was it somebody talking about it? Did the press say about it? The price was going up. What? What sort of turned it for you?
1: It was no. It was. It was, um, I, I'd just finished up at a previous business that I was involved in where I was the founder and, I, and I'd stepped down um, and and I was just looking for something else to do. So I was sort of, I was dabbling a little bit with like um, Internet of Things stuff. Then I was dabbling with uh, some other crap, um, Like uh, <laughs> what do you call it, like 3D printing and this and that. Yep. And, you know, as I was researching things, like this guy that I knew um, mentioned you know bitcoin you know i kind of looked up the price and i saw 600 bucks and you know the last time i'd seen it in 2012 you know it was in the in the tens or whatever it was like it was much lower that's all yep. i remember i, just, I yep. just remember thinking to myself i was like what the hell i've worked for four four five years i have <laughs> bought some bitcoin going to the bahamas and you know i would have been way better off than i was now so, so that was sort of my impetus to get involved and i've got a saying that i tell people is like you know i came to bitcoin you know you, you know the, the meme that goes around it's like i came for x and i stayed for y yep yeah no absolutely is, you know, Yep. i came for the money yeah m- mine is i came for the money and i stayed for the money yep um
0: yeah
1: so because you know like I, I saw that oh crap you know there's an opportunity here to make money but as, as i dug deeper and tried like cause I, I never invest in anything i don't understand yeah and you know, the more I read, the more I listened to things, the more I realized that this is just such a broad topic and such a profound um, thing to have occurred. Um, yep. you know, yep. and, and it just touches a lot of my personal interests, you know, whether it's economics, society, anthropology, you know, evolution, physics, science. Like, it, it touches everything. I, I've never in my life come across, you know, a subject or a concept that is so broad. Um, yeah and, yep. and that, that's probably been you know the thing that got me so hooked
0: on this. So um obviously we're going to we're doing a quick interview here so I'm sort of going to dart around a bit. So where you're at now, you know I watched you on Adam Meister's show it was Anderson and you had two differing points of view and I respect both points of view. Um what how do you how do you see the Bitcoin landscape? I I know what's going on now. I mean, where do you see it going? You know, we've had this flipping sideways thing for quite long enough now. Um, Is a ball coming? Isn't a ball coming? What's the next five or ten years going to look like from someone like yourself? I want to quickly touch on Amber if I can. So, you know, where do you see this whole thing going?
1: Well, I mean, I like there's a concept that I like to use called economic Darwinism, which is, you know, at some point in time, um, people, for the desire of their own self-preservation, yep. are going to seek, you know, a, a method via which to store their wealth um, and hold their wealth um, yep. in something that, you know, is as hard as possible, is unconfiscatable, is uncentrable, is, uh, m- you know, most importantly, uninflatable. So, you know, just. Pure economic survival, economic Darwinism is going to drive people to Bitcoin over time. The, the yep. problem is there's just such a large information asymmetry um, involved in Bitcoin. And that, that stems from the fact that nobody really just understands even what money is. Like, you know, 99% of the world has no idea how to define money, what it is, what its functions are, what the attributes of money are, why money evolved, what what money's function is in society. So, so without that basis, um, you, you're not going to find... Value in bitcoin outside of maybe you know being some you know junky speculator who thinks he's going to make money on you know bitcoin and crap coins and you know whatever other you know things so, so generally what you see is people that are in crypto that aren't pro bitcoin they're people that don't understand money yep and they're basically gamblers and they're looking you know for get rich quick schemes then there's people who aren't in bitcoin um and this is the majority of people who just don't understand money and for them there's no real need to really you know go after something like bitcoin at this point in time but it's going to happen in waves and you know what i kind of see is that you know bitcoin's going to grow in waves and those waves are merely a representation of um you know the the broader public's um current understanding of bitcoin and um you know their their price of it and and you know we're going to see periods of, you know, despair and periods of non-interest in the yeah. broader public, which is, yeah. you know, the period that we've been in recently. Yeah. Um, and we're going to see periods of interest followed by periods of hysteria, which is going to suck in all the people that are looking to make, you know, millions overnight. Yeah. And we're going to get another, you know, bubble and then that bubble is going to also explode. Um, and, you know, it's just going to keep going because that's just human nature, number one. And number two it's also the path of um, it's the path an emergent asset needs to take. So, so Bitcoin is an emergent asset. It's something that you know, like by definition, isn't priced by a central authority. So yeah. as a result, it's got to grow from you know some idea on a white paper that was passed around on a mailing list to yeah. becoming a global reserve asset. That's not a straight line. Like <laughs> that, that has to be volatile by definition. Yep. It has to. Yep. You know, when people tell me, oh, volatility is a problem in Bitcoin. No, it's not. No, it's not. The volatility is absolutely perfect and is the thing that brings capital into Bitcoin and the Bitcoin industry is without volatility. Imagine if it was just something that just goes sideways. Well, guess what happens when it goes sideways? No one gives a crap. Yeah. This is what yep. we're experiencing now. We've got a sideways market, and the only people that are you know crazy enough to care about Bitcoin at this point in time is people like you and me and yep. the listeners on this show that are actually here interested in something bigger. But it's when the volatility picks up, you know, when the thing starts moving, that people start to more broadly get interested, and that's how we bring more waves of you know. I, I'm trying to avoid using the word adoption because I just hate that word now. It's just been overtaken by idiots. Yeah. It, it brings new people into. To the space is you know volatility is such an important concept. So I see over the next five, ten, fifteen years is you know the waves of volatility continuing, but the amplitude of those waves. So that so that means the degree, the percentage degree of movement in those waves is going to diminish as the aggregate network value of Bitcoin grows. So you know a, a quick way to understand that is if um. If Bitcoin's aggregate network value is ten billion, yep. and you know, and say the price of Bitcoin at that point in time is you know, a, you know a thousand dollars, just just for argument's sake, yep. If Bitcoin moves a hundred bucks, that's a ten percent movement in Bitcoin. Yep. But if Bitcoin's worth ten grand and it moves a hundred dollars, yep. guess what? That's a zero. That's a you know zero point one percent movement. So, it's um, it. it those the the magnitude that the size of the aggregate value of uh bitcoin is really important and that is inversely correlated to bitcoin's volatility so as it grows as it sucks more capital in as more people are interested the volatility will also subside and this is where like this will take time and it's not going to happen tomorrow Um, and what we need to do is we need to relish in the volatility right now because down the track in 10 20 30 40 50 years you know, the possibility to front run the rest of the world, which is the possibility we have now is no longer going to exist because everyone else is going to be holding some Bitcoin yep. and at that point in time, the bloody thing is going to be worth five, 10 million. Yep. And you know, Bitcoin pumping $20,000 in a day is really <coughs> going to be <mean> nothing <laughs> in terms of percentage return. Yeah. So yeah, I, I hope that answers it. <laughs>
0: um, well, yeah, probably for some of the more experienced people on the call. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but, you know, do, do you see as the halvings come around? I, I mean, there, there's this I, I just don't I don't think there's enough evidence of, of a, you know, the, the 2012 and, and the 16 halving to say, well, that's what happened then. The same's going to happen now. Do you see the halvings differing? when they come around because of, you know, let's not use that word adoption again, but let's look at institutions. More and more people are aware of Bitcoin. They're not poo-pooing it so much. You know, it's holding its price. We know we've had nearly 400 flipping, you know, um, epitaphs or whatever the word is, um, you know, saying it's dead and it keeps coming back again. So as these halvings come around, do you, I mean, do we haven't got a crystal ball, none of us. But do you see, based on what you've just said, that, as each four years comes along with more and more people getting uh, an understanding of it it's going to it's going to you know go bigger go quicker or or are you saying we just don't know what's going to happen what before you answer that um you know i think that 2017 brought in a lot of people and then we you know hit the tops and they came in at the tops because of the fomo and now many of them have gone and i think we're just left with the bulk of the hardened bitcoiners the hodlers if you want to use that terminology which is not very many people on a global scale would that be fair
1: well yes so so to answer that last piece yes i think we're left with far less people we're left with you know most likely smarter people um people who understand money better who understand bitcoin's value proposition as a better money yeah um, better yeah um so, so we are left with that um I don't anticipate the broader retail public getting involved again until Bitcoin's probably past the twenty k mark. You know, yeah. so what we'll probably see is, you know, um, we'll probably see like you know some some pumps and some sideways movement, you know, until we hit that twenty grand mark until it sort of breaches that previous high. And, yep. you know, initially there'll probably be a bunch of disbelief from the market, you know, because they would have all thought that Bitcoin died after, you know, 2017. Yeah. And, you know, when they see it again, they'll be like, oh, what? It's 20 grand again? Oh, it's more than what it was. That that disbelief will then, you know, slowly by slowly turn into FOMO again. So so, so that's probably what's going to happen in this cycle. You know, is, is the halving related to that? You know, I, I don't know how, you know, I think that there must be some causal relationship in that, you know, because it's it's kind of it's at the root of the supply demand economics of bitcoin's availability, right? Yep. So, you yep. know, you, you, you cut the supply. Yeah. You know, even if the same amount of capital that was flowing into bitcoin on a yearly basis continued, you know, th- that would technically like just really using back the napkin math, like it should technically double the price, Yeah. Like, you know, assuming all else is equal. Yeah. So 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 you know, th- th- we haven't seen that in any other asset class, so that's a really interesting thing. Um, I think over time, though, that the halving will probably become you know, like a shelling point um, you know, or, or a point of convergence for um, you know, for economic measurement and for price measurement over time. I mean, you know, we'll obviously you see it with the SOF model, et cetera. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's going to have less and less of an impact on price over the years, yeah. despite probably more and more people, you know, knowing about it, you know, the, the, the thing is, as we get closer to 2024 and 2028 halving, um, you know, we're just going to have a larger aggregate network value for Bitcoin. So like, it's going to take a hell of a lot of capital to move it, move Bitcoin upwards in the same way um, that it does now, you know, because now we might have, you know, maybe a couple million people that are holding Bitcoin and that are relatively strong hands, Yep. Um, you know, in 2024, we might have, you know, 10, 20, 30 million. You know, that, that's going to require a hell of a lot more people to move it.
0: Yep. Yeah, um, I get that. So,
1: you know, we, we're just going to see this evolution of Bitcoin and, you know, the halving, I, you know, most likely is going to just continue to have an effect, but it's going to be um, diminishing you yeah, know, every,
0: every four years, I think. Okay. Um, in the interest of time, um, because I'm worried about your data going to die, um, let's just pull this together and I'm going to carry on yeah. for a few minutes after Alex has gone, people. So don't disappear off the call. Um, so what advice would you give to people just coming into Bitcoin or thinking of coming into Bitcoin? You know, sound advice. What would you give them?
1: Okay. The most important thing to do, and this is what I say to everyone, is to have sensible exposure to Bitcoin. Like if you don't have any Bitcoin at this point in time in your life, yep. it is the largest risk you're taking. Because yep. the risk you're taking is being left on a legacy financial system with legacy money that, you know, either is going to be devalued or is going to be a part of some Panopticon, you know, government surveillance program mm-hmm. where, you know, your rights and privacy are taken from you. So realistically, if you don't have any exposure to bitcoin you're insane so what you need to do is you need to stop being insane and you need to find a way to get a little bit of exposure so if we look at you know what i've built with my company with amber um which will hopefully be in the uk in the next couple months um, what we've done is we've created a dollar cost averaging app. So you, you download the app, you link your bank account, and you tell the app to buy you some Bitcoin, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, whatever parameters you want to set. Awesome. And you just like treat it like a gym membership. I mean, you know, most people they they're going to the gym. Like, or actually, let me rephrase. Most people buy a gym membership. <laughs> in the years. You know, they're, they're spending. 10 bucks a week or 20 bucks a week and guess what They don't even go to the gym. Nope. You may as well get that 10 20 dollars a week and just allocate it to bitcoin. Simple as that. And and here's here's how the math works. In 10 years time, bitcoin is either going to succeed or fail. Yep. If it fails, the 10 dollars a week which you didn't even notice is going to be worth zero and who cares? Yep. You waste more than that on stupid things anyway. Yep. Or if it succeeds, the 10 dollars a week that you've accumulated slowly is going to be worth ridiculous amount you know a couple hundred thousand dollars and that'll change the average person's life so that kind of asymmetry you can't find anywhere and you know irrespective of what anybody says that's the kind of asymmetry that makes you financially free long term and that's what people need to be taking advantage
0: of so briefly then you touched on it so your amber app are you saying there's a chance we could get it in the uk soon is that what you're saying
1: very much so hopefully in the next month or two
0: awesome uh, my daughter, there's somebody in the chat, Buffy W, that's my daughter. Buffy, are you listening to this? To be able to just have your app and set it up to buy a little bit each week, each day, each month would be absolutely superb. So, well, look, Alex, I know you've got to go, but... um. We had a bit of a uh, an upset to get going, but thanks for coming on. I do appreciate it. I know you're out there in the Canary Islands. I'm going to be there next week, and Alex and I have missed each other by a week, and we could have caught up with each other. So what a damn shame. But, Alex, thank you for, for coming on. I do appreciate it. Sorry it was short, people, but either Alex is going to go and say goodbye to everyone or it's just going to die because his data is going to disappear. So, Alex, thank you for coming on. If you want to say cheerio to the guys, that would be great.
1: Thanks, Brian. Guys, thanks for having me on. Thanks for taking the time to listen, Brian. If we um, if we get a chance to do a round two, hopefully when I'm a little bit more settled, got some better Wi-Fi and stuff like that, maybe in the next month or two, or, m- or maybe as. You know the 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 UK plans settle, and you know we could do a bit of a um, an announcement, let people know that we're coming into the UK. That'd be um, oh. that'd be fantastic. We can have a bit of a broader conversation about Bitcoin money and everything like that. I'd love to. Yeah, we'll
0: make it happen. Well, Alex, thank you for coming on, mate. I know you got to shoot off. Thanks for that, guys. Stay on the no. call. I'm going to stick on with you all. Uh, Alex, I'll let you go. Just hang up, and we'll be away. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Cheers, guys. Bye.
0: Okay, so people, hopefully you can still hear me. Can somebody pop something in the chat and let me know that I'm still here? Would you do that? I know we've got that 20 second delay, but hopefully you can hear me. Definitely a good guest. Uh, Yeah. Okay, guys, can you hear me? I'm still talking just before I go waffling on to you all. I'll say it again. Can you hear me? Because this damn delay that I can't do anything about. But listen, I'm going to crack on if you can't hear me. Uh, Guys, thanks for coming on. Um, Alex, uh, I did not realise, was actually down um, in the Canary Islands. So he was running off of his phone. He said there's absolutely no way that I can get on using... my video, he said the data will just die instantly. He wanted to keep a little bit of data while he's down there, and he's running out. So um, there you go. It is what it is. We can't change it, but um, at least we got a little bit of Alex. I'll try and get him back on again uh, down the road, as he's rightly said, and hopefully we can get video on and we can have a broader conversation. Um, I just wanted to say to you all, you know, you need to have that strong Bitcoin hand, people. That is the name of the game, um, because it is my show. I'm briefly putting up the disclaimer, so. Any- Anything you've heard from Alex, anything I'm saying, don't take it as financial advice. Um, if you want to check out the websites, ukbitcoinmaster.com and bitcoininterviews.com, that's where you'll find all the videos I've done. This interview will go up on bitcoininterviews.com. If you want to drop a tip through lightning, you can use tipping.me. There it is at UK Bitcoin Master if, you, if you're on a browser. I just wanted to get those out of the way and now it won't disappear. There we go. So um, let's really look at the chat. Guy Bennett, it's great to see you. JC Botha, Zaza's in. I saw Rocky Palumbo, Buffy W, Bitcoin Meister, Adam Meister's in the house. Stronghand, Bitcoin Meister. Um, so great to have you with us. But people, um, I was hoping for a nice long interview, but that's what we got um, today. I want to briefly head over, if I can, to the desktop because as always, I want to give a shout out there to JustLearnBitcoin.com, the show sponsors. If you head over there and go down the rabbit hole, you can see they've got everything there. Whether you're looking to set up a wallet, um, backup solutions, long-term solutions, recovering um, coins sent to the wrong address, all that type of stuff, um, you can can check that out over there. Um, If you go to the apparel store, they've got all the merchandise you could want, as you can see um, there. Bitcoin bracelets. I haven't got mine on. It was a bit of a rush and I was having some problems. But if you want discount off Bitcoin bracelets, go to btcbracelets.com, I believe it is. I can't quite see it. And there's huge discounts over there with UK Brian. All capital letters. You can do that too. I, I really want to plug, if I may. Um, Pastor Phil. If you go on to just Bitcoin.com, the main page, there's a big black box that comes up here um, where you can head over to this site, which is Pastor Phil's site. Um, Pastor Phil's quickly becoming a good friend of ours. He uh, was scammed out of 14.2 Bitcoin. Um, you can see the sponsors there. There's a couple of videos, one done with myself and Rocky Palumbo and Pastor Phil um, explaining how he lost um, all of his Bitcoin pretty rotten thing. He was just doing a firmware update um, on his Trezor, um, which was really, really sad. So my goal is to help him get some back. Um, if you head over and click the family story, you can read, there's just literally two scrolls down, Phil's story. It's heart-wrenching. He's, been, he's done such good um, in the world, being a pastor and um, him and his wife bring up ch- disadvantaged children as their own. Also, he was... Um, Part of the Vietnam team, if you will, many, 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 many years ago. Uh, He's done a lot of good. And this bagpipes Bitcoin and Broken Dreams is quite a sad story. And for me, it's all about... You know, ten thousand people donating just one dollar, and we get him ten thousand dollars, or you know, one and a bit bitcoins. That would make a huge impact. And I want to keep plugging this on my shows because hopefully a whale might see it, or those ten thousand people might not donate one dollar, but donate ten dollars, and then we can get him a hundred thousand, and we can get him you know seven or eight bitcoin back. That's what my goal is. That's what my mission is. Um, Rocky Palumbo, who's in the chat as well, forgot to mention Rocky. I think um, he's. Even put the transaction ID here um, of when Phil was hacked from his 14.2 Bitcoin. Here's all the transactions that Phil made. You can go and check all these out. They're all there for anyone to look at. All the transactions building up. And then this transaction ID is where Phil was hacked and he lost all of his Bitcoin. So do go and support it, people. I really would appreciate it. Um, As always, I want to finish with a quote because you know me, I love quotes. Sometimes we're tested not to show our weaknesses, but to discover our strengths. What did Alex just say on the call? You know, you need to learn about it all. You know, you're not looking for a get rich quick scheme. If you are, you're going to not you're not in Bitcoin for the right reasons. Um, People will want to fudge you out of your Bitcoin because while it's not going anywhere, is it? It's just bobbing along sideways. You know what you've got to do, as Bitcoin Meister says, and I say, build a strong hand. You need a strong Bitcoin hand. UK Bitcoin Master asked me anything about Bitcoin. I wear this out and nobody asked me anything. As Alex said, that's how early we are in all of this people So build your strong Bitcoin hand. Read the Bitcoin standard. Go on to audible.co.uk um, or .com um, to do with, I think that's Amazon. And you can actually download the Bitcoin standard audiobook with a 30 day free trial of audio audible. You can keep the book, cancel it. I did that. And you've still got your audio book where you can learn about money. Alex said, we need to learn about the history of money. Most people don't understand the history of money. Hands up, people. When I got into Bitcoin, I was a terror at school. I hated school. So I was more playing truant or busting lockers than I ever was learning. I'm not proud to say it, but it is the truth. So I certainly didn't le- learn about the history of money. So when I got into Bitcoin and people started saying you need to read the Bitcoin standard, I struggle with reading, I'd rather listen, and I found audible. I found it on there, and like Wallop, I listened to eleven point six hours of Adina Moose talking about the history of money and then Bitcoin and where Bitcoin potentially is going to play a part in the future of money and I'm telling you now, if you want to build a strong hand. Listen to or read the Bitcoin standard. It has done dynamite for me. I'm also reading another book about understanding Bitcoin right now, trying to get into the intricacies of the blockchain and everything else. Because as I said to Alex on the phone, I don't understand any of that stuff. I don't understand the mechanics. I'm starting to get, you know, devs are develop you know, developers. I'm starting to understand. Hash rate and exahashes and what that means. And the hash rate going up means more people are securing the network. I'm looking into trying to run a node myself so that I can help secure the network. So I've learned loads in two and a half years. But the loads that I've learned, you can still write on the back of a postage stamp. Because I was saying to Alex off air before we went live, the problem with Bitcoin is when you go down the rabbit hole... You think you're in the rabbit hole, but within the rabbit hole, there are burrows going off in all sorts of different directions, which are all rabbit holes in their own sense of the statement. And you think, oh my goodness, I know loads, but I know barely nothing. And I said to Alex before we went live, I said, Alex, I can't ask you any really technical questions because if we start a two-way conversation, I'm going to be lost because I don't understand the technicals. Zaza, you know, um, JC, Rocky, um, maybe even Guy Bennett, Adam Meister, you guys know millions more than I do. I listen to Zaza in the chat of other, you know, content creators and the thread that's going on, I'm thinking, I'm lost. So I don't make any bones about it that I am a novice. And I sometimes wonder if I'm right doing this show because I don't know anything to be able to talk specifics and technicals with you all. And people around me say, look, you've got something to offer, so keep doing the show. So here I am. But I'm just putting it out there that I'm not technical. But what I've come to realise is... To buy and hold and store Bitcoin, we can learn quite easily and we can learn the technicals as we go along. But what you don't want to do <coughs> is learn the technicals and then get that ka moment. And then Bitcoin's gone to 50 grand and you think, oh, what? So do what Alex is saying is, you know, if Amber's not in your country and I can't wait for it to come to the UK, um, then find a way to to put a little bit into Bitcoin every payday and start building that Bitcoin pot, for want of a better word. So, peeps, thanks for being on. I'm sorry we couldn't have Alex for longer. I'm really sorry that we got the technical issues that we did. Um, But that really is the show. Um, I did not know, I didn't communicate with Alex until, crikey, about 14 minutes before we were due to start and I didn't know that he wasn't in Australia and I didn't know he wasn't in a Wi-Fi area and I didn't know any of that stuff. So um, there was nothing else prepared. Um, So I just wanted to talk to you all for a few minutes and get you all to just understand that you need to dollar cost average and you need to pound that like button for the UK Bitcoin Master, please. Paul Rolo, great show. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. I know you headed over from... um, Eugene and Sammy's show, Bitcoin and Coffee. So I can never make theirs because I'm always asleep when they're on, but I do, I watch them all on catch up. So, Paul, particularly, thank you for your support, dude. I really hope you're enjoying what I've got to say. Um, people, click on those squares as they come up. Tweet this out across Twitter. You can follow me at bitbacker.io. My videos have all almost been uploaded to BitShoot now. So, every video I've ever done, in case YouTube, Decides to pull my channel for any reason, and you know what's happened over the last few weeks. Um, they're all up on BitChute. so you can check me out at BitShoot. Um, they're still being uploaded to DTube, so I've got that platform as well. Um, DTube itself, not so much Steam it these days, but I'm uploading to DTube. I'm now on Facebook at UK Bitcoin Master, so if you want to follow me on Facebook, do that as well. But I've waffled enough. Thanks for your um, support tonight, guys. I greatly appreciate it. I am back on Monday. Today is the 9th of January. I always normally mention that at the start of the show. So today's the 9th of January, 2020. I'm going to be back on Monday with my regular show. And then there's going to be a few premieres because we're flying out on holiday next Thursday. So I'm not going to be able to do a show while I'm in the air. So there'll be a few premieres to follow. And then when I'm back, we kick off the live shows again and I'll start getting some more guests. So thanks a lot, dudes. Thanks. Thanks for all of your support. Pound the like button. Build your strong Bitcoin hand. Click on those squares as they come up. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. I am out of here. I'll catch you all really soon. Cheers, everyone.